Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Talking Shop. I'm your guy, Eric T. Jackson, and today we have a great episode. We'll be discussing uh, loss all the way to love. And uh, my guest today is a good friend of mine, and I know her story well. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, and, and it'll be very informing. Uh, Christina, how you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Like the uh, like the outfit. So, <laughs> uh, let's uh, get started. Okay. So. The first thing I wanted to ask you is uh, your earliest memories of wanting to be a mom. Talk to me about that. Oh, um, I think every little girl, you know, wants to be a mom when she grows up. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know exactly when it would have started, but, you know, um, but definitely that was always a dream of mine was to be a mom, like. Okay. Since I was a young girl. Right. Um. So for me, uh, you know, I, I always wanted to be a dad because my dad was so rough. I wanted to be the dad that I always I always wanted. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how was it growing up under your mom? I mean, did you want to be just like her or did you want to be the mom that you wanted growing up? Or how was that for you? Yeah, I would say I was in the same boat. I wanted to be the mom that I always wanted. My mother did a great job, but being raised by a single mother, you kind of see the struggles mm -hmm. before you really see the, the progress, I should say. Uh -huh. um, so you, you get to really see um, a lot of downfalls, I think, you know, okay. with having one parent do, do two jobs. Yeah. To the Absolutely. best of their ability. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You respect the hell out of it, but you want something a little different, right? Yeah. 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 And and I I'll just add that I had two parents. My dad was great, but you know, as a kid growing up, you always think that you want something different or better, you know. So uh yeah. let's move on to this. How old were you? when you had your uh, first serious boyfriend? Um, so we started dating a few months after, well, we, before I turned 18 and then we got serious a few months after my 18th birthday was my first real, real boyfriend. Okay, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I was a little late bloomer. Man, there's a lot of late bloomers out there that can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so was he, uh, did he emulate any man in your life or was he a man that you thought would be the the type of man you wanted to be with? Or, you know, I, was he? Um, no, I would say he wasn't really nothing like the man, um, especially in the beginning. He wasn't like, um, the man that I've I've experienced, so the mm -hmm. man in my life, he was completely opposite. Okay. And I think that's what got my attention. Okay. Um, just with me uh waiting so long to actually date, date. Mm -hmm. It was his the way he he treated me 
you know, definitely was different than the way I've, I've ever been treated wow. by a guy. He was very dependable, um, very observant, um, and very caring to me. So uh, I think that would be the biggest, the biggest thing that stuck out. So you got that on your first boyfriend. <laughs> it usually takes a, takes takes us a while to get that type of person. <laughs> well, I've been around guys, uh-huh. um, but me being in music industry at a young age, it was very hard for me to really find someone that I would trust, just because I was exposed to a lot of things very early. Okay. So it was like I was more so scared of guys. You didn't yeah. really get too close to me, you know. I didn't really mm. allow that part so and i was very picky and you know okay. i was i'm observant mm-hmm. so because i waited i knew kind of like okay i'm gonna take my time and like make sure whoever the cho- whoever that person is was my choice yeah that was a big deal for me so yeah whoever, yeah. whoever the chosen one is he's the right one for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that that's great so uh so this is about uh uh loss and love so 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 let me ask you this so uh and you can take your time you can answer how you want to answer it but hopefully we we get you know the real so when when so let me ask, when you first got pregnant was it was it planned or unplanned um technically all my pregnancies were unplanned um that first one was definitely uh super unplanned i was young and learning Mm -hmm. um but they were definitely all unplanned okay so we're talking about the first one right now we'll we'll, we'll get to more because i want to i want to build up to to what's currently going on so how did so we're talking about the first one so how did you feel about it uh when you found out you were pregnant, I mean, it's, were you happy? Did you want to keep it? Were you unsure? Um, I was more so confused. Okay. Um, uh, I would say, because I was so young, and um, me and my significant other, we were going through our ups and downs, and mm-hmm. I was also in college. Okay. So it was like uh, just a kind of a, you know, it was more shocking. Mm-hmm then I then I think than anything and then it took me a while to kind of grasp the concept um oh, grasp the concept of like of what? oh you're pregnant oh, okay. okay of being actually pregnant like you know I was going through the motion still going to class like I was I was more so like pushing it out of my my mind at the moment like I didn't really deal with it because you had so much um, going on yeah and I didn't really know how to deal with it okay um, you know, he was my first. So it was like, I was still learning so much about me and my body that me being pregnant just kind of was like. So did you tell anyone It just else? was unreal. Um, I told him. He okay. knew uh, okay. that I was pregnant. Okay. But no, I didn't tell anyone else at the time. Okay. Okay, but this won't be the first time they're hearing about it. Or will it? Um. I didn't. You talking about my miscarriages? And yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. About what we, about what we talking um, about? My family. I didn't tell them until recently. Okay. Uh, I kept it for many, many years. 
Okay. Mm, I can understand that definitely. And, and that's why uh, I have you on here so that maybe uh, your story can, can help others that are going through the, the exact same thing. So, uh, and we're still talking about the first one. So when the miscarriage happened, uh, so exactly how far along were you? I mean, in this um, for the first one, yeah. I was a few weeks, um, a little past, uh, about six, seven weeks. Um, once, uh, once I actually miscarried, um, cause I found out pretty early with a test and then, um, I was, I got very sick and then, uh, um, I obviously knew something was wrong. So, um, so the sickness wasn't like your ordinary morning sickness? Um, typically, you know, I don't think at that moment I could identify, okay. uh, like morning sickness. I was, I was really young, so I didn't think of it. It was just like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm sick. Yeah. Um, like it started to take a toll and then, um when the miscarriage happened, it was more so just uh, me going through the motions, um, me waking up, uh, you know, seeing the blood and then knowing, um, I kind of was like, okay, I, I kind of know what this is. Mm -hmm. And then me finally going straight to the hospital, be like, okay, yeah, you're, you're, you're having a miscarriage. So oh, you did, did I didn't you... really have enough time to wrap my head around. Okay. Oh, go ahead. And you didn't know until the nurses were telling you, or did you did you know, but they just confirmed it? When you see the blood, you you as a woman, you know, um, you know something is not right. Yeah. So it was more like me going to the hospital. It was mm -hmm. more so me just still preparing. Okay. Like I knew it. Um. I was told pretty young mm -hmm. that I would have trouble having kids. Okay. And then my mother was told she couldn't have kids and she ended up with two. But um, I did know about, you know, yep. the struggles of pregnancy, but yeah. It okay. Was a, it was more of a confirming. Okay. So, so that's my next question. Uh, once you, since you, you knew your, your mom had issues conceiving, and then you had a miscarriage your first time out. Uh, what were your thoughts? On, did your thoughts on pregnancy change at that point? No. Um, I just, I was also a God-fearing woman. So I just, you know, okay. was like, you know, it, it, when this time it'll happen. Um, because I I did always listen to my mom with her, you know, talking about, you know, her being told that and then, oh, excuse me, her getting pregnant with my sister and then getting mm -hmm. pregnant with me, mm -hmm. that doctors are not always, you know, right. And you right. know how, how God has the final say. Yep. So it didn't deter me, but I also was like, you know, it made me, it made me wake up about my surroundings and what I was doing to myself and, okay. you know, stress and just different things like that. But yeah. it didn't deter me from being, you know, from wanting, wanting kids. Okay. Okay. Uh, so when did you get pregnant again? Um, it was about maybe two years later. Okay. Uh, we got, I got sick, um, got on antibiotics and, uh, had a slip up. 
mm-hmm. and um with the same person and and we got pregnant again and then um I was further along with okay. that one okay um I I I kept saying it was a boy in my head cuz we were literally getting ready to find out mm-hmm. um but um at that time I also was you know going through a lot super stressed and then um right when I was really like okay I'm about to be a mom, like, you know, let's tell, you know, my mom and let's, you know, go through the whole process. Um, we lost it again. And it was really similar. It was almost like deja vu almost mm-hmm. because the motions that happened were the same, exact same from the first one. Wow. Like me getting up, yeah. Um, me seeing everything. It was just like, oh, then that's when I was like, oh, I'm doomed. Like, this is not that was the one that kind of deterred me from, okay, I don't want to talk about pregnancy or us getting pregnant. Okay. You know, things like that. Yeah. So, so that's, that was the one that made you think that maybe you couldn't carry a child. Not that I couldn't carry. It just made me back off for a while. Mm -hmm. Like, it messed up my mind in a way that it was just like, it's, I needed to wait. I needed time. Okay. Um, because as a, as a woman, you start to get those emotions of, am I less than a woman? Okay. Can I carry, mm-hmm. you know, all of those thoughts come. So it's like, in order to not get into those thoughts, I yeah. knew I had to put us having kids on the back burner. On the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. So, me just knowing you for uh, the six or seven years that, that I've known you, uh, you are very busy all the time and not just with work, but all outside of work. So uh, I can imagine you've always been that way and you've been a go-getter. And, and so I can imagine just you being so busy and, and always so, you know, having things going on that, you know, that you were that way at that point too. And, and maybe when you were young and trying and, and doing that, your body wasn't, you know, prepared to, uh, to handle being pregnant and being busy and stressed at the same time. So uh, was there another pregnancy? Yeah, I had another one, but it was more so like we took a test got you thought we were pregnant got to the doctor and they were like no you know there's no heartbeat there's no there's no fetus so it could have um either been a false pregnancy or atopical pregnancy is what Mm -hmm. they call it Mm -hmm. um where i could have developed the baby but it never fully got to the point to being a a actual fetus okay um it was gone before before then well they technically was gone before the six weeks is what it is Okay, but there was something there, and there was a, a discharge to make it leave your body. No, there was no discharge for okay. that one. Okay, okay. So uh, there was no thoughts of "woe is me" for for that one. Um, I mean, it was, it definitely was, but. I was so, at that time, I was so wrapped up in life that I was able to not, like, become into that state. Like, I just kept moving 
forward. Mm-hmm. And um, because I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't get a really a chance to be like, like oh, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of helped. You know, it was All just right. like pregnant. No, you know, it happened so fast that yeah. it didn't give me, it didn't, it didn't really affect me as much as the, the other two. Okay. Okay. So then uh, fast forward uh, to you uh, getting married. So uh, how far from the time you had the last miscarriage to the time you got married? How much time had went by? Um, No, my last miscarriage was from technically our, our, our wedding wedding or honeymoon oh okay okay so so uh so at that point uh let me ask you this so did, did any of did any, did any of the miscarriages cause any stress or i mean well not stress but any any strife between you and your your and your husband your boyfriend were y'all beefing because of it at all we weren't beefing but it definitely put a strain on our relationship okay um especially when we got engaged he was heavy on the like you know let's try to have kids like let's Mm -hmm. actually try and Mm -hmm. you know and go through the process Mm -hmm. and i wasn't uh hearing it i didn't even want to talk about it Mm -hmm. um it, it definitely was the root of some arguments, mm-hmm. um, I would say, um, because he wanted kids so bad. And I knew it, but, um, and I remember our last, our very last argument while we were engaged, you know, I finally, because at first I wouldn't even really talk about it. Okay. I would kind of be like, you know, whatever, whatever. And then finally I, I had to explain to him um, that mentally I wasn't ready to go through the process because every time you miscarry and the doctor tells you that it's like you take a piece of a woman you know so it was like I wasn't mentally able I feel like I wasn't strong enough to be like hey if we go through this process and I lose again yeah I'm not going to be able to mentally take it like I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and like my confidence is already shot so and I hadn't at that point gone through any therapy for I had blocked it out. I hadn't told my family. I hadn't even told my sister. So it was like I had no one to vent to. You had to it, even you, be like you took it all on your own shoulders. Yeah, and it was like I'm carrying this, and yeah. I don't want to. Then it was like I wasn't ready to even wrap my mind around bringing a child, and then me being resentful to that child because of the children I lost. Right. So I was just like, I'm not. I'm not ready. Yeah. And he respected that. We 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 yeah, we put it on the back burner um, and stuff like that. But definitely in our ups and downs, that kids have always been a part of the the, the discussion. Are. The discussion, absolutely. So I remember, and uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything other than I remember reading on my mom on something. Was it a? certificate or something my mom had a miscarriage before my brother she never told us we never knew mm-hmm. I don't even know if she know that I've read it and she and it said she was like six months when it happened 
and do you know I started crying? I may I might have been 10, 12, 14, somewhere in there. And that hurt me so bad. I started, I broke down and started crying over my mom having a miscarriage, you know, like so many years prior. You know, that that's just the type of emotions that those things carry, you know? Yeah. 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 So you guys were married and uh I know him. He's a good dude. And uh uh the next time you get pregnant, you don't tell anybody. Why? Um, I mean we waited for health, obviously, you okay. know, health reasons. Okay. Um we wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. And then when you've gone through when you've got my track record, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be the first to, to tell everyone. Uh-huh. So uh we just wanted to wait to be sure. Okay. Um and, and so it's at, one thing to go through a miscarriage, then right. then everyone knows you're going through a miscarriage. Yeah, absolutely. So at what point were you confident enough to to share the news? Um oh wow, we waited. We yeah, we waited months. Um, to tell everyone, uh, it was more so us going to the doctor. Even when we found it, there we found out that I was pregnant. We were at the ER. I had them run all type of tests. Um, because even for my second one, um, I had been to the doctor prior to Miss Karen and we'd already kind of knew, you know, hey, I'm having, you know, my hormones are off and um the pregnancy wasn't looking good so with this one I was like you know before we get excited like check all my levels check all my hormone levels um check you know the well babies um and then you know closely monitor them but um we finally I don't even know what it was it was a few months after some people we had to tell immediately like my mom Mm-hmm. We told her a few weeks after we found out because I was super, I got super sick. Okay. And um, you can only hide from mama for so long. <laughs> and she's like, what you mean? You Before sick? she like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, what you got going on? And then, you know, we have, you know, the businesses. So it was like, you know, with him stepping in and saying, I'm going to take over more. Christina's going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the questions start to be like, well, why? Yeah. Um, but it was it was definitely a few months. I don't think it was an actual turning point. Maybe after we hit about the third month, third, mm-hmm. fourth month, it was like, okay. They were like, You you know, you're going strong, babies look great. And um, you know, we're gonna have like I think it took what it really took my, my primary and my OB really just being like, We're having these, like you're okay. And yeah. I was like, Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's what's up, man. Uh, I love hearing that. And you said these, so 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 tell tell the uh, tell the audience how many babies you having. I'm having two boys. Twin having boys. twins. Having twins. God is good, man. God is blessed. He's a blessing. He's yeah. blessing. Yeah. Uh, so you went from from losing two babies to being blessed with two babies. You know, I yeah. mean. It couldn't have come more full circle, you know? Yeah, that mm. was definitely a shocker <laughs> when we found out. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, your husband is a, is a twin. So you knew there was a possibility, but to find out and to not only find out there were twins, but twin boys. How does that feel? That felt great because I wanted the boys first. I mean, I love my girls, but I was like, I've always wanted a big brother. Yeah. Something about having a big brother, you know, that just makes you like feel better about life. Yeah. So when I found there were two boys, I was like, okay, yeah, I got my boys first. Yeah. Um. So I, I was I was super happy with that. Good. Good. So so now, uh, when's the due date? Or so I'm I'm due February second, but um because they're twins, we're looking at a a delivery um Christmas Christmas well the the week leading up to Christmas. Okay, okay. Uh, you want to say their names? Bless the uh, podcast with their names. Um, Amir would be first. Okay. Amir Joseph or Amir Daniel Joseph, uh-huh. and then Amar would be second. Amar Andre Joseph. Okay, awesome. Two great names. Love those names. So, uh, I hope that this this new pregnancy has uh, sort of cleared your mind of, of of some of those things that that happened prior, and uh, you know you're able to focus on the future. And maybe, you know, more, more after these two. Oh saying? yeah, um, I yeah I don't I don't regret it, you know. Or I I, I let me say I've I've came to terms mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. um, especially after telling my family. Yeah. But um, I know that had those things not happened, I wouldn't be the woman I am, and um. Definitely wouldn't be the mother I know I'm I'm going to be. Absolutely. Um, it made me appreciate them more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just also appreciate motherhood entirely. Yeah. You know, it is a lot of women who who go through it and then don't talk about it. Right. Um right. you know. So it's like, you know, we have to realize that everybody's path is different. Yeah. But just appreciating the small things and I, I think I've I haven't I've thanked my mother more during this pregnancy than I've thanked her my whole life. Um, especially <laughs> her telling me she was sick her whole pregnancy and I've been sick, you know, this whole pregnancy. But, yeah. you know, it's also like, you know, when my kids do get here and the boys mm-hmm. get here and they're old enough to comprehend, you know, I want to be able to tell them, you know, you have, you know, guardian angels, guardian yeah. siblings, you know, Absolutely. watching over you. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and hopefully, you know, they'll they'll get the gist of what what us as parents what we had to go through to kind of get them here absolutely absolutely they were born in a pandemic that makes them tough (laughs) (laughs) yeah pandemic i'm hearing pandemic babies is is, is a different breed (laughs) absolutely and I know just the way you uh, handle the children that we work with and the kids there, that, that you're going to be an excellent mom. Have no doubt about that, about your character and your love for Thank kids. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christina, I appreciate you being on the podcast, blessing us with your story. Uh, I pray for you. Wish nothing but the best. Uh, 
thank you for being on here. You're my little sister. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll be there for you anytime you need me. Of course. All right. Appreciate you having me. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Okay, sounds great. All right. Okay, bye.